Come on up, John Marilyn. They've been out to Redding, California to Open Heavens Conference, and I want them to share what, impart to us what they got. I've already been imparted to, and I'll let him, they're going to put it up there, and I'll let them share. Okay. Well, thank you all for the send-off you gave us a couple of weeks ago. We had a, a wonderful time, and I tell you, there's... You know, you think, well, you went to Reading, you know, Bill Johnson's church. Chris Vallotton is there, and uh, many of you know those two men and, and many of the others who minister there. And yes, it was a blessing, but no different from here. Open heavens are here as well as there. Did, did I lose them? Oh, there it goes. I think what's different about going to a conference like that, it's the quantity. Yeah. You're there from morning till evening. Uh, you know, it starts one evening and you're there till late in the evening and then all the next day, all the next day. And then we stayed for what they called an activation workshop, which was a smaller group than the other. And so all of that was just wonderful. What, what I came away with, though, is the culture. The wonderful culture of freedom, just like we have experienced here this morning. A great culture of freedom and of, of trust in the Lord and, and claiming His promises and knowing who we are in Christ, taking risks. I think what they would say out there, the people who are members there, the number one element of their culture they talk about the most is taking risks. Don't be afraid to pray for someone in the grocery store line. Uh, don't be afraid to ask someone, hey, is there something I could pray with you about? Uh, just one thing that gives you a little inkling of the culture. They have an elementary school there in their building. And as you drive up the hill, they have a, a sign, you know, about the elementary school, the, the name of the school. But then there's another smaller sign next to it where you can change the letters and put a new message in anytime you want. And the message on that sign was, somebody call for help, staff and students on fire. So they just they just kind of live with that. And I've asked Marilyn to tell, uh, she was standing in line one day. We stood in a lot of lines, you know, waiting to get in, uh, waiting to go to one event or another. Marilyn had an interesting encounter with the lady. I was standing uh, in front of a lady who was from North Carolina, and uh, her daughter was one of, had moved to Reading and was one of the children's ministry pastors. And so she was sharing with me some of the things the daughter had shared about that culture in the, in the children's ministry, in the, the preschool ministry from, from birth uh, up through the children's ministry. And um, she said that when infants and toddlers... Uh, teachers receive a prophetic word for them, they record those. And that goes into the child's file, and it just progresses up with them. And once they uh, enter the elementary school, their teachers look at those prophetic words and begin declaring those over those children as they progress through the grades. And I just thought that was a wonderful um, Testimony. Wow. Uh, one incident she told me about was in the five-year-old. Uh, I don't know if it was a Sunday school department. I got the impression it was. 
but uh, one of the children was having some issues, and she didn't describe what they were. But there's a little boy, a five-year-old, who has a strong prophetic gift in that class. And so the teacher said, let's gather around this child and, and pray for him or her. And um, so the little boy, after they had laid hands on the child and they were still there uh, ministering to her, and the little boy said, I hear God saying that we should take a piece of paper and tear it up into little pieces, throw it up in the air, and heaven will come down. She said it did. Heaven opened in a powerful way in that place. So that just gives you an idea, a little bit of the culture there. Also, during the conferences, over on this side of the platform, they had three easels set up nearly every concert. One time there was just two. And two artists would paint during the worship time, and uh, some beautiful paintings come out of that. I asked somebody after the second day or so, I said, what happens to all these paintings? And they said, well, on the last day of the conference, they have them in a room, and by that time they've already made prints. And so uh, we got to go see the, all those artworks. I happened to meet one of the artists who, uh, she doesn't paint with paints, but with digital paints on the computer. And I saw her work. As soon as I saw this picture, I, yeah, it's up here. It's maybe a little bit blurry. I don't know how well you can see it, but it's the key. And as soon as I saw that, you know what went through my mind. The Lord has been highlighting to Dorman the key of the kingdom, the key to the kingdom. So I said, well, we need to get a print of that for Dorman. So if you'd like to come up and look at this later, that's why this is there. All of that's part of the culture. Um, young lady who came up with the little girl a few minutes ago with the waving the mm-hmm. uh, scarf, uh, thank you for doing that. Thank you and your little girl for her also doing that. We saw people doing that with the flags, uh, dancers, just complete freedom. Nothing that was trying to say, hey, look at me, look at me, just freedom in worship. So a wonderful culture. Now, unrelated to the conference, we got there a day ahead of time, so we went to a location where many of the Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry students are. They have a a multi-year program there. The first-year students, they have 1,300 of them, so they have to meet in the Civic Center Auditorium every day. So we got to go hear uh, speakers there. That was really wonderful. Then on Saturday, after the uh, main conference was over, we went for their uh, healing, they call it healing rooms, and it's a wonderful ministry. They have 700 and 800 volunteers that ministry just to give you an idea of the scale and probably 300 people came for healing that day we overheard a couple of guys never had that many people come before it's probably because there were so many of us left over from the conference uh, that came but just just beautiful a lot of wonderful things going on there Uh, during the conference some of you may know the name Sean Bowles or Bob Hazlett they spoke, Chris Vallotton, of course, Bill Johnson spoke. Of course, that was great. Um, during one of those, there was a really interesting story that I've asked Marilyn to relate to you. This young man, and again, John talked about one of the themes of the week was taking risks. 
And uh, this young man was a, uh, from Bethel, and he was at Starbucks one day and just visiting with a friend and, and uh, a couple of tables from him. The Lord highlighted a couple to him. And so he got up and went over to the couple and said, could I pray with you? And the woman, a little annoyed, said, we're here from out of town, just taking a break from driving, and you are the third person who's come and asked if they could pray for us. And she said, I told the other two no. But she said, I'm going to say yes to you. And... Uh, so he said, well, before I pray, do you have any physical issues you would like for me to pray about? And she said, well, yes. And she was having uh, some issue with her leg. I think it was shorter than another, uh, the other one. But anyway, he uh, prayed. She was healed and had a wonderful opportunity to minister. But that was a good uh, lesson to us about those other two who went were just as much a part of that healing and that ministry opportunity as this young man was. Because if one of those hadn't been obedient to the prompting, then he might have been the second one, and, and there may not have been a third one. So I just thought that was a wonderful lesson. I was sharing that with one of my friends uh, this week, and she's a new believer and as I was telling her the story, her face brightened, and she said, last week while you were gone, I was in Walmart, and uh, I was in line to check out, and there was a teenage girl in front of me, and she was just in tears. And I looked at her purchase, and it was a pregnancy test kit. And... Uh, the cashier said, are you going to be okay? And she just cried more. And uh, so this friend said, I couldn't wait to get checked out. And I rushed out into the parking lot and uh, searched for her, didn't see her getting in her car, but started going down the rows of cars looking for backup lights. And she said, I found her and went up and tapped on her car window and she rolled her window down, and she said, I know this is unusual, but how old are you? And she said, I'm 17. And my friend said, I was 15 when I had my first child, and I just want you to know that this child is a gift from God. And regardless of what anyone tells you, this child is a gift from God, And he loves you. He will be with you every step of the way. And she said, could I pray with you? And and the little girl said, oh, please. And so she was able to minister to her and pray for her. So I thought that was a a wonderful uh, example of taking a risk. So that's the supernatural lifestyle we are called to. Yes. Uh, I do want to report the first night of the conference, Bill Johnson was the speaker, and uh, toward the end of it, he had a word of knowledge about a particular neck, uh, fairly serious neck ailment. Well, I've had that now for a few years, and uh, people around prayed for me and have been healed of that. Woo, glory. That was worth the trip right there. (coughs)